This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Yak Gadget, made in America, based outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Yak Gadget offers all kinds of storage accessories, quick mount motor mounts, anchor systems, track mounted accessories, even paddles. Go to yakgadget.com and get your kayak decked out for your next trip out on the water. The 153 Bay Company, based in Troy, Ohio, make everything from plastics to custom painted hard baits. Hook them hard and hook them off. All of our baits are made to order and all of our hard baits are hand painted to order. So go to the153anglers.com to place your order today. This segment is brought to you by J. Jigmasters. Step up your game with high-quality performance jigs, spinner baits, buzz baits, and more from Jigmasters.com. And always, when in doubt, get the jig out. Let's go! This is the Chasing the Tide Saltwater segment on the Palin Fin Network. I'm your host, Dustin Nichols. Come along for the saltwater shenanigans. the way to start a show right there hey what's up everybody this is dustin nichols your host on chasing the tide your saltwater connection on the pal and Finn podcast network if you want the podcast that's just down to the nitty-gritty just talks about fishing we don't got all them extra ad fluff and all this extra stuff in the middle you're listening to the right one so <laughs> tune on in and check it out here tonight i got my man uh courtney ashburn what's going on man uh pedal driven kayak charters out of out of florida What's going on, brother? Nothing, man. Just living the dream. Living the dream. Living the dream. Yeah, I'm enjoying my kids' spring break. There you go. Yeah, I met Courtney at the uh, at the uh, Redfish National Championships in Gulf Shores, and uh, kind of kind of played tag on Messenger for a little bit for before it went down. You know, just kind of you know feeling everybody out. You know, you just kind of seeing who you fishing against. You like, man, where's he fish that area too? We're gonna have to figure something out. <laughs> and then we had the, then we had the margarita night. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, that did. Whoo! What was that place? I can't even remember what the I name. I can't remember. Yo ho, rum and tacos or something. Yeah, like that's that. it. That's exactly hey, what it was. Hey, they, they had some good food too. But them, how much were the margaritas? Ninety nine cent? cent margaritas. But then I once think they, you I think they had to get a I think they had to get the hand truck and cart you to the hotel or something, man. Yeah, it, was it, like, it wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> that was good times though. Couple, yeah, couple nights. We didn't hit it as I didn't hit it as hard, but I didn't hit it as hard the the main the main night, but that should be on silent. It's like <laughs> kind of what kind of show you running here? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't have my ringer turned off. I got I got people calling me. It's not time to take calls, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna take care of that right now. We're gonna see what we got. Bye bye ringer. Here you go. All right. Well, off now. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> don't, don't be that guy. 
Don't be like Dusty. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, <laughs> what we like to do, start off um, the show with um, introducing yourself. You know, I, I, I let everybody know who you are, but tell us a little about yourself. Give us a background, um, you know, how you got into fishing and what led you into that plastic boat. Well, uh, kind of, I'm from Tallahassee, Florida originally. Uh, grew up here, uh, went to college at Florida State. Um, and the funny thing is, I, I grew up, you know, bass fishing or, you know, what everybody considered bass fishing around here. You go put some crickets and worms and stuff on a bobber and go out and go fishing and never thought much about it. And then uh, when I got done with college, I was really into golf. Uh, then met my met my wife uh, in college and then we went down to visit her parents when I was going to ask them if I could marry her and they had a couple of first generation Hobies and I was like hey can I try those out and they're like sure went and pedaled around and came back in I said can you fish off these and they're like yeah and I was like okay ran down to Dick's Sporting Goods picked up a, a Blair Wiggins combo uh, some DOA shrimp and went out, caught a snook redfish trout that afternoon. And that was it. I gave up golf and started <laughs> fishing out of a plastic boat. It was, uh, it was that simple. And you caught the slam and then it was like hook. <laughs> yep. That was it. I, I mean, I had done fishing off boats and stuff like that, you know, throughout my, throughout the years, but never really got into it. it you know, going offshore never really got never got me too excited i mean it just wasn't me but uh i'll tell you one thing getting that tug on on light line light tackle out of a plastic boat man that's that's just something that i think is there's nothing like it i was uh i took a charter out the other day and it was one of my old golf buddies and uh and he goes, why don't you play golf anymore? And I was like, well, I was like, I'll be honest with you. In the 20 years that I played golf, I can remember nine golf holes that just blew me away. Just, you know, this <laughs> yeah. is gorgeous. This is amazing. Uh, I was like, I can't count how many sunrises and sunsets I've seen that just, you know, take your breath away. I was like, and you don't get that on a golf course and you definitely don't get it on a powerboat. So. Sure don't, and in the, in the stuff that the random stuff that happens on the water, it's like I, I can. I'll just go into a story from over your way. It was a couple of years back at uh, on the St. Mark's River there, out of Shell Island Fish Camp, and yep. you know we uh, we fish around the you know do some salt water, then we go fish some of the rivers there, the um, the Wasissa, 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 uh, or whatever they Ostilla. are, Ostilla, yeah. <laughs> and then we come back in the evenings and we go. And uh, that's round around the fort. Paddle up, paddle up river from the, the fish camp there, and just we were slamming bass on, on you know, frog the frog bite in the evenings was awesome, right? Well, it was a little dark, and we were like, Man, I gotta get back on have my light. So I had I was in a Kilroy HD and I was paddling, but that, that boat will move for, for right. a paddle, boat. you know, it's no scuffers, it's a sit inside hybrid. Um, and I was getting it uh, 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 coming across the river, just scooting, and all of a sudden the water just erupts underneath me. And it lifts me out the water about two foot. And it was like, I spooked a big pot of manatee, man. That were sleeping. I bet. That were sleeping, dude. Dude, they lift me out the water. You talking about butthole pucker? I was, was just like, saying, do you have to change your pants after that? Bam! No, I didn't. But uh, Chris Funk and uh, Miss Jean Wilson, uh, Jameson Redison, Bruce Bader, they were a little further back. We were on a little media trip for Jackson. And, uh, and, and, and Miss Jean was like, Doo -doo. My nickname's Doo Doo. Okay, yeah. She's like, You okay, Doo Doo? And then Chris Funk was like, You got to change them drawers, boy. <laughs> and, I, and, I can, and I can see Funk saying it too. Uh, change them drawers, boy. <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's that, hey, hey. Now, I've been, I had plenty of gators around me, but I I didn't know what it was. And I was like, Man, what the? God, oh, manatee. But. Fast, uh, rewind back to a couple days before out in front of the St. Mark's Lighthouse there, fishing in flats. And I was drifting over some stuff, and I drifted over one. I didn't know. It's like I just saw the back, and I couldn't really make it. I was like, gosh, dang, Goliath grouper. Yeah, if you've never seen one, if you go over one, you're like, what the oh hell? Oh, my God, sea yeah. cow. Yeah. 
yeah, that was good. I just had to share that. So hopefully y'all listening, y'all probably trust get a little, me, I, y'all probably get a kick out of that one. <laughs> uh, trust me, I I've had my fair share of scares with manatees, and and the f- interesting thing about out at St. Mark's is there are gators, manatees, and sharks. Yes. So you get you get the trifecta of what can bump you and scare the mess out of you. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I've run into all three out there at least once. Well, yeah, well, you got it. You had a little background once you got into the fishing scene there, started fishing out of kayak. You you worked um, at a shop there in the area. Yeah. I worked uh, I worked for Rob Baker at the Wilderness Way for a couple of years. Uh, when I finally got into kayaking, I, I started doing guided trips with different guides just because I wanted to learn. You know, yes. I, I was that's, that's a know, great tool to uh, cut the learning curve, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, the tourist rig is great. You know, everybody loves a popping cork. I mean, to this day, there is always a popping cork on my boat. It does not matter who, what, when, where, or why. There is always one on there. Um, Just because it's simple and easy. Um, But, you know, I started doing guided trips. I did a couple with Rob before he hired me on at the Wilderness Way. And then, um, you know, I kind of decided to do a little career change. And, uh, when I did, I was like, you know, a coat and tie just don't hack it for me anymore. And, and I want to do something different. And, uh, boy, I did something different. I went and started working for him and, uh, worked there a pretty good bit. And any, any free time I had, I was on the water, um, had a young family, so didn't get out as much as I wanted to, but, um, my parents lived about 10 minutes from my house. And, and so they had a pool and on at night I'd go over to their house and I'd sit there and I'd work on top water. I'd work on jerk bait. I'd work on everything I could think of to throw just because I wanted to learn as much as I could. And then, um, the more and more I worked there, the more and more I learned, the more and more Rob started to trust me. And, um, you know, eventually, (laughs) Eventually, he was booked. Another guide was booked, and these guys came down from Ohio, um, and they wanted a trip. They were only in town for the day, and I was like, I, "They're like, take them." I'm like, "Okay." So I was nervous. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, "Man, I hope I put these guys on fish." I mean, I knew where the fish were, but you know, there's a difference between me catching them and somebody that's never a fished out of a plastic boat or b saltwater fish to begin with to get them to do it. And, um, I put, I put those guys on fish. They both, uh, one of the guys caught a slam. The other guy missed a flounder to catch the slam and they had a ball, you know, and I was after that, I just started really getting into guiding. And then, um, after I left the wilderness way, I was like, well, I'm going to do this full time and I'm going to do it for myself. You know, uh, didn't <laughs> didn't think about the startup costs. Didn't think about <laughs> insurance. Didn't think about what happens when things are slow. You know, um, but you know what? I'm going on my fourth year. Um, there, I mean, and there are some. The great thing about the kayak community is you meet so many different people, and yeah. I've met guides that are just amazing and there and there are guides that i want to go on trips with i just haven't gone to see them right and i'm just one of those people i always want to learn more how much more can i learn you know every day exactly that's that's basically what it boils down to is i've talked about this on another podcast a while back was time on the water trumps it all yeah i don't care you can watch youtube videos you can watch them you know them spot busters that just Will tell you to go here and they'll give you gps points and this and that through their patreon and this and that but uh time on the water trumps all of it because yep. the fish aren't going to set up the same way the next time nope. you know so yeah <laughs> that's a big plus right there <laughs> yeah and that that's kind of funny i i had uh three guided trips last week and uh took them all the same place the first day they were in this back corner of the spot of the of the place that we went the next day i 
took the client, another set of clients there. Fish weren't there, so we had to go hunt. They were in a totally opposite spot. Now, this isn't a big area. We're talking, yep. you know, 15, 20 acres. So yep. we're not talking a big area. Right. Um, and then the third group, they weren't anywhere there. So we actually had to go up a creek and found them up there. So it, it's, you know, I, I knew, I kind of knew that if, if they're not here, then they're here. If they're not here, mm -hmm. then they're here. But that's just from fishing it so much. Right. Just being I mean, familiar with that area. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So what, what is it about that? You know, you target a lot of stuff down there. Um, what is it? How do you say it? Pan Panacea. Panacea. Yep. Panacea. Yeah. And um, uh, out of Wakula, out of that areas down there. Um, you fish, do you fish Shell Island any down that way? I do not a lot. I, I don't fish St. Mark's area a whole lot. Um, just because there's so much boat traffic. Yeah. Um, and the boaters there, they don't care if you're in a plastic boat or in a oh, regular, yeah. they'll run over <laughs> you regardless. Yes. Um, so I stay away from St. Mark's plus I can't guide out of St. Mark's, uh, cause it's a national, uh, national park. Ah. And you have to get a, a special permit to hmm. do commercial fishing out of there, which technically guiding is. Um, That's weird. Well, actually, in Texas, you actually got to go through the same kind of yeah program that the a boat captain has to go through. Oh, so you have to get your six pack almost. Almost, yeah. Something weird. You got to actually go through like the same. They tried to do that here. Test. Yeah. Well, they tried kayak. to do that here a couple years ago, and it fell flat. So. Yeah. Um, uh, so, I, I yeah, kind of wish they would. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We weed out some of the, <laughs> yeah. you know what? <laughs> yeah. So as far as your, the areas you targeted and what, um, you know, say for me in Texas or something like that, what differentiates um, the fishery there from, from possibly what, what I'd be fishing a lot around here? Okay, so around where you are, and you and I have kind of talked about this, you got yeah. a lot of bayous and a lot of oyster reefs and stuff like that. Well, you have that stuff here. It's more marsh. Yeah. But you also have, um, down in Taylor County, you have these big rock piles. Ah. And so, and it's, and it's really just like the oyster bars, except mm -hmm. instead of having patches of oyster bars around, you have literally hundreds of yards of rock. So guys in pedal hmm. drives <laughs> tend to get a little beat up around there. Yeah. Thank God for the kick up fin. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I guess that's the biggest difference. Our negative tides are like your negative tides. When you right. get a really bad negative, there's no water. You got boot sucking mud, you know, right. And y'all do have y'all have some 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 sand pocket grass flats kind of stuff similar. We do, like um, we have here. Yeah, Panacea area has more of the grass flats. Yeah. Um, St. Mark's is oyster bars and grass flats. And grass flats, yeah. Um, I really like. I do like that area. There are some spots you can get away from the from the boats and, yeah. and some of the creeks and stuff there that tie in. Yeah, around that area, East River yep. bars, and yep. and and then go around Long Bar and yeah, head head west. Yeah, I mean there there's some good areas. It's just this time of year and because of COVID, it, if you've got five hundred dollars, you can go buy you a cheap kayak and oh everybody's yeah, so it, everybody's out there. Out there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know that's the thing about a kayak is that you can just kind of go and <laughs> get out. You know, yeah. Uh, that's the good thing. I mean, and this year has been crazy uh, with the COVID, you know, and everything going on. And it's just, it's got a lot more people outside. Well, and, but that's a good away. thing. I mean, you know, it, it's growing the sport, whether it's necessarily in a good way or a bad way, it's still growing the sport. Right, right. You know, right. For sure. So what, 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 um, you know, a lot of redfish over there, a lot of speckled trout, flounder yep. here and there. Yeah. Snook. Y'all, y'all got some areas for snook. Actually, uh, I guess it was two years ago. Now it was nineteen. It was November nineteen. I was out with a friend of mine, and we were fishing over in Taylor County, and I caught my biggest snook. It was twenty nine and a half inches, Ooh. and 
blew up top water. It was the coolest oh, thing. Yeah. I mean, I've fished snook down in central Florida, but I mean, snook up here, there are a lot more than pe what people think. There are mm -hmm. tons of them, but they're little snooklets. They're not yeah. the big boys. Not the big boys. Yeah. Um, I mean, they get snook all the way over to Panama City. So, yeah, we 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 had a, quite a few moving up, and I've caught a few over the years, along with juvenile tarpon and some of my little brackish estuaries I fish. Right. And uh, you know, this freeze did us in pretty good on some of those. You know, those those fish that had migrated, you know, on up as we've had the milder winters the past few years. Yeah, you, know? you told me that. The so fish yeah, it kind of it's it's localized. You know, it's bad in spots, but then there there's spots that made it through okay. Um, and then you got all the drama online and, you know, people, there ain't no fish kill and this and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all just, a government conspiracy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you <laughs> see my hat. That's what it is. Oh. I like it. it. Release over 20. Release over 20. They all went They all went home today. I released every one of them today. <laughs> well, my daughter released her 22 today, so I was happy for her. Sweet. Cool deal. Well, what is your favorite fish to target? No you know, it's funny. Uh, after talk, when we were at national championship, I was sitting there and I was listening to people, and and it kind of changed the way I thought about fishing. Um, you know, I was talking to you, I was talking to Benton Parrot, I was talking to Matt Van, and I was talking to uh, Brandon Barton, and every single one of y'all said we don't target redfish, we fish for trout, and <laughs> redfish is a bycatch. Yep. And I'm like, huh? I was like, I've never thought of it that way. Well, guess what? Now I target trout. And <laughs> oh, man, we rubbed off on you a little bit. Huh? You did. But you know what? It, it actually, it, they hang out. I mean, you know, they're, they're fish. Okay. They yep. all hang out in the same. They're all going for the same bait. They're all doing the same things. But, you know, once I started kind of thinking that way you know i've caught more redfish yeah you know i mean i'm still using the same baits i'm you know i use the same baits for it don't i don't care if it's a redfish or a trout i mean i'm mm -hmm. using the same baits for top water um but yeah. <laughs> but you know having that mindset just really i was just like wow that is a huge difference yeah, I mean, there's days I'll go to certain areas I know, well, hey, it, it might be a little redfish heavy, but, you know, I'll have a couple rods. I'll have one on with like a like a spinner bait or chatter bait, but, but also I'm, I'll catch trout on those too. Right, but, yeah. But a lot of times if I'm slinging the, the wake bait up along the, some structure or, or grass lines and stuff, it's mainly the redfish that will come out and smoke it. Right. Um, a lot of times, you know, and, it, and I do – I, I enjoy redfish tournaments, but – uh, dude, I'm after trout all the time. Just <laughs> yeah, well, hell, if I was catching them like you are, I would too. Sometimes, sometimes. Sometimes they all good, man. It's just some days it's tough. And then, you know. You're just a week just, late. They, they, week they, late. They, they moved. I know, yeah. I was a little about a week late on that tournament. Yeah, we had that uh, chasing the tide in Palafin. We had a little uh, winter trout kayak. Kayak winter trout showdown and ran a month of February. We we extended the date uh, an extra week because of the the freeze over here in Texas. I think it was I was off the water over ten days because of that. Yeah, you know I think I fished three times in the month. You know it was just that jacked up. Um, that's all right. A Florida boy still won it. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. So yeah, Steve Steve Bond ended up taking uh taking a win after a hard charge and Brian Nelly down there in a uh, uh, Treasure Coast area. Yeah. Down there, put, 30, put put three, 30, three, three, three over thirty in one day. Yeah, and uh, made a made a charge, and then uh, Nathan Rich in, in uh, Mobile area came on Alabama, yep. and then my boy Tracy Debman uh, round up the top four there. Um, yeah, I just I, and I, I I fished it, but I rolled the, the prizes down to the next spots, you know, because um, since I was you know I'm involved with the podcast and we put it on, I, I still wanted to fish, so I put my money in a pot. But I just I rolled the price prices down just so I could add some money and just and fish it too because I was like ah oh, cool hopefully I can get on some fish but I was really wanting to break two hundred inches but it just didn't work out I was just about an inch and a quarter short short <laughs> yeah I was, I was I was telling my daughter today I'm like I said you know sweetheart I was like if if this was a week ago I was like uh, you wouldn't have been reeling in that twenty two. <laughs> 
Yeah. Goes, Why? I was like, because that would have put daddy at over 200 inches and we would have been getting, cashing a check. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> getting up there. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a, it's still fun. We're going we're gonna to do another one. Yeah, I mean, you know, the funny thing is the only reason, like, I don't do tournaments to win them. I mean, I do, but, like, I don't put, a, I don't put any pressure on myself because that's not why I fish. Mm-hmm. I, I fish because I love it. And, you know, and going and doing tournaments like the, the national championship and, and, you know, the local one that we're doing here this weekend, it's more about the people than it is about the fishing. I mean, the right. fishing's oh, yeah. secondary, you know. Um, but going to new areas, learning new spots, mm-hmm. learning new techniques, talking to people about, you know, hell, man, I had never thrown a wake bait before I, before I went over to Alabama. Yep. And and listening to you guys. By the way, how's that square bill treating you? No, it's good. It's it's. I changed the hooks out. I caught some fish in a couple weeks back in our bayous on it. I've Did been you? throwing. I've been throwing it over here. I transitioned to using it over here, and it's uh it's definitely paying off on, on the during this time of year as the water's slowly warming back up. Then fish are still transitioning off that deep off the shallow edges. You know, right? Some of those back uh backwater creeks off the channel swings and stuff and. Kind of like a similar pattern as it was over there. Yeah. I, I still can't believe how them freaking giant redfish were crushing a two-inch square bill. Just insane. Hey, they, they're just insane. Hoping. Insane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, all oh, cool deal, man. So, we're going to roll into this next little subject here. Um, we're going to talk about some of your uh, rod and reel combos. So, it's called pick three. Pick three. So you got three combos you can take on the water with you. Only three. Okay. Um, let me know the setup, uh, spin cast, bait cast, and then what's uh, tied on. Okay. Well, uh, I'm a traditional Florida boy, so it's all spin. I, I hadn't gotten into the bait casters, even though some of my friends swear by them. I, I, I think I'm just mentally challenged when it comes to throwing <laughs> um, I, I think it's my uh, – I think it's because I don't like to bass fish, so I'm not going to sit there and learn how to throw a bait caster. Um, uh, uh, let's see. I always have a top water, which would be a Fuego, a Daiwa Fuego LT 2500 um, with 15 pound Power Pro um, on a Terramar. A Shimano Terramar, uh, what is uh, Southeast seven foot medium heavy extra fast tip. Um, that's my that's my top water, which is what I throw ninety nine point nine percent. and that's just that's just me. The the people I took out the other day, she had never the the wife had never thrown top water before. It took her three casts to get it down to where she was good enough to where it it wasn't, you yeah. know. Here, let me yank it out of you. Yeah. Skimming over the water, yeah. just skipping. Uh, she caught her. She caught a nineteen-inch trout uh, on top water, and she's like, "That's it. I'm hooked. That's all I'm throwing from now the rest of the yeah. day." I'm like, "Okay." So I got a convert. Um, my <laughs> second setup uh, is. A Daiwa Fuego LT 2500, uh, 15 pound Power Pro, um, and a, a buddy of mine over here started doing custom rods uh, about four or five months ago, and he he built me one. It's a Rain Shadow is the blank, but um, he uh, he built me that, and I I tried it out today and. Ooh, I love that thing. And then, so that's always a soft plastic or a jerk bait uh, yeah. type of bait for me. And then, like I told you, I always have a popping cork. Yes. And that's, and that's the only thing that I have that's not Daiwa as far as the reel goes. That's a, a, a pen battle two 2,500 mm-hmm. uh, on I think it's on a pin rod too, but I mean the rod doesn't matter to me yeah. for for that anyway. Um, you throw a longer rod with your popper cord, like a seven nope. six or a seven zero. Uh, everything I throw seven foot. Seven zero, yeah. Um, 
some guys throw seven fours, some guys throw seven twos, some guys throw seven sixes. Mm-hmm. I saw a guy throwing an eight foot. I'm like, okay. whoa, <laughs> yeah. All my my papa cork is a seven. It's a seven foot. Um, but all my other rods are. Uh, my plastic rod is a medium light, extra yep. fast. Yep. And it's six nine. I threw and then my corky rod and my top water rod. They're all six nine medium. Um, and then I have a medium heavy also that I that I throw like my spinner baits and chatter baits and stuff on. Right. Um, and I throw mainly throw, you know, 20 pound power pro V slick to the super slick V2. V2. Yeah. 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 In the onyx color. And then if I'm throwing plastics, I'll have a you know, 20 pound length of 20 pound fluoro and, and here and that, you know, time of cookies with a loop knot and all that good stuff. But like you're saying, whether you had a, a that lady throwing the top water the other day, what I like, I like to tell people, um, you know, to try to get their cadence down. I said, just, just twitch your rod and just Mary had a little lamb. Little That's lamb, exactly what I tell lamb. every single Mary client. had a little lamb. Please, was my ass no. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, and that is the greatest song to learn the cadence because mm-hmm. it can be fast or it can be really it can be slow. Slow. Yeah. And yep. and that's that's so funny that you. And said then you that. work it from there and kind of change it up like a one one two stop one two three four pause one two three four pause you know you kind of just right. yeah yep yeah uh, uh, my one of my clients is coming down next week for his son's spring break um, <laughs> he called me the other day he goes I want you to know that I absolutely hate that song now <laughs> and I, I was like. I was like, hey, man, I was like, does it work? He goes, yeah. And I was like, okay, then yep. don't worry about it. Don't worry I about like, it. I, I actually, myself singing the stupid song. I, I actually, I mean, so. some days, like, if it's, they're a little deeper and I'm calling them up with a one-knocker, I'm just like, twitch, 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 kind of more deliberate, yeah, like, just, single slashes. They're getting a longer, you know, slash. Yeah. And then and then today I told myself, I'm about to do some Mary Had a Little Lamb. And I actually was doing <laughs> Mary Had a Little and then I was like, oh, there he is. And I was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that still works. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 funny how that works. Um, mm-hmm. And a, a guide that I went on a, a trip with down in uh, Cars Park down near uh, uh, Mosquito Lagoon, um, Alex Gronke, I, I always butcher his last name, but um, when I fished with him, and I was working top water. Mary had a little lamb. He goes, no, 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 no. He goes, to catch him here, you have to go one, two, three, one, two, three. It's got to be so slow and deliberate. Yeah. And big yep. swings. And big like, swings, yep. And so when when Mary's not working, yep. I'll start doing that. And mm-hmm. it's amazing. Just that little bit of change in that cadence. change in tempo and cadence, yep. Yep. Yep, or or changing like today they that at first they were just like smacking it, knocking the just knocking the top water out of the water. Right. I was like, "What's going on?" I said, "Okay, I'm gonna change colors," and I put like a silverish kind of mullet color on. Same thing. Then I put one that was dark and it had a long like a chartreuse lime green belly. Yep. Gosh, and they just crushed it like the every. Uh, I mean, I started slamming them on that. And I threw like bone. I caught some on a bone, bone and silver, but um, man, that uh, that that lime, it was almost like a green bra- brown. It was almost like a brown, like a pumpkin color with a chartreuse belly. It's a custom color. Oh, okay, I was gonna say for me. I was like, yeah, I got pretty much every color one knocker they make, and mm-hmm. I haven't seen that one. It kind of looks like a key lime pie, but without a white tail on the top okay. water bait. Well, you got to give me whoever makes your custom ones because I'm always looking that. for huh? Yeah, they're crushing that. My boy, Salty, my boy, Chris Dodd, Salty Plugger. I'm going to I'm have to hook you up. Send, yeah. send, send you some that way. He, he paints corkies and all kinds of stuff, too. He does some good stuff. His wake baits are really, really, really good. Huh, awesome. cool. He does, some, he does some good stuff. Yeah, man. So uh, we kind of touched on that a little bit, but, uh, you know, tournaments and all that. You, you say you got one coming up um, this coming weekend uh, on the uh, – it's 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 a Wakulla County only tournament, which means you can only launch in on in, in Wakulla County. Huh? And uh, who's that put on through? Is it put on uh, through? It's just uh, they're it's it's put on by a guy that does uh, Airbnb here, and part of his Airbnb is he offers fishing trips. Um, oh, cool! But 
the, the proceeds go to uh, the Gulf Coast Marine or Gulf Specimen Marine Lab in Panacea. Oh yeah, that place is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so so it's it's actually for a good cause. They and back in the day they used to have a, a real good tournament over here, and it was the BBKC Big Ben Kayak. Um, yes. And um, that was for Meals on Wheels. And that was freshwater or saltwater. You could fish either or, and you had some guys that actually fished both in the same day. Oh, that's um, awesome. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they used, they used to have some good tournaments over here. There's not many anymore, so. Which is unfortunate. Tournaments, tournaments aren't what they used to be. People, people got greedy and started cheating. Yeah, that's uh... – an issue we have here, then it kind of affects the way people judge and some rules they make. And it, some of them don't make sense, but you know, it is what it is. You know, if you want to fish a tournament, you're going to just have to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I fished a tournament a couple of months back and, and in the rules, it says that the hand cannot cover the gill plate. Yes. I fished that one too. And I sent- and I think I messaged somebody myself and, uh, they didn't even do anything about it. He said, well, we'll get with the TD and then never heard anything about it. And then those fish oh, were, I yeah, and then the there was restraining devices. Yeah. There's restraining devices over him, all kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I had the TD write me back about that and said, Oh, don't worry about that rule. We're not enforcing it. Uh, well, it's, then, it's on the page. It's on yeah. the event. Page. Why is it, then why is it a rule? Yeah. yeah. I, I like yeah. black and white. If, it, if it's a gray area, I'm, I'm calling them out. Yeah, I, I'm quick to. Oh, well, I'm, I'm I mean, I'd rather talk to somebody and say, "Hey, did you see this? Mm-hmm. this you know, I, I can't keep, I can't count your fish because this is the rule." You yeah, know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of like wearing a PFD. When we had right. local tournaments over here one year, three guys would have won the tournaments, but. They PFD. sit there and take a picture like this, which I've no, never understood. Yeah, I'm like, that. and they don't have a PFD on. Well, yeah. man, it says you have to have a PFD on. Yep. But anyway, whatever. That's that's how it is. <laughs> yeah, that's that's tournament fishing. Definitely. So, the hot topic of the podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mr. Largemouth Bass or Mr. Redfish? Redfish. Like, uh, which Redfish one makes? Which one's the best blow-ups? Oh, I still like, say Redfish. They, still a big, Redfish. A big bull red on top water versus a bass. I'll take. Yeah. Hell, I'll take a trout uh, on a blow-up on the top water over a bass. It's just. Oh, no, I've had some sick. I've bite. had some. I've had some sick frog bites, man. That are just. Pretty stupid, but uh well, that's also coming from somebody that sucks at bass fishing. So, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't I, spend I, enough I, time with Gene and Brad Case and those guys. I yeah, mean, I'll I'll give it to the redfish too because it's just I get some sick frog gloves from the redfish too in, in the grass. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but but you're gonna you know you get all the you get all the bass guys that are like man anybody can fish saltwater anybody yeah. can fish well come on and fish some tournaments buddy come on. Yeah, well, I mean, try to it, try to catch some checks true. over here. I go it over is. to your side and catch some checks. I will, I will yeah. come over there and catch some checks with y'all sometimes. Well, every now and then. But bass fishermen like to sit there and beat the same fifty-yard piece of bank mm-hmm. for forever. I'm like, no, nah, I can't do that. I, mm-hmm. I I don't know if I have ADHD or not, but I can't sit still. That's, what that's my Achilles heel sometimes because I'll move. I mean, yeah. I'll break down an area like. It depends on how I'm fishing the area. I'll treat it like a small body of water itself inside the bigger lake and right. break it down. Um, just because, I mean, I've bass fished since I was a kid. You know, I, I enjoy it. I still do. I don't do it as much. Um, so, yeah, a lot of tournaments I might just roll in blind, no pre-fishing or anything. And if I hit them, I hit them. If I don't, I don't. It's just fun. You know, I still enjoy it. I still enjoy competition tremendously, being that I don't skate and surf, you know, and compete right. not anymore like I used to. Um, the fishing is pretty much taken over. <laughs> Funny how that works. Isn't it? Yeah, that works out. The harder that stuff gets. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I still go cruise around and stuff, but uh, you know, it's just uh, that that time on the water is what I enjoy right now, big you time. Just, still, you still want Brooks bait, Brook bait, Brooks Beatty's one wheel. Oh, I would, I would ride that all through. I cast. Yeah, I oh, would yeah. have done it. 
I'd have been. Yeah, those things are pretty trippy, though. I rode one in a pack and paddle last year. Yeah, um, they're pretty kind of they're kind of weird to get used to at first, but once you get used to them, it's just like a snowboard with a wheel on it. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool though. I was so, like, yeah. I I guess the last time they had ICAST, him and Jameson were were cruising around on it, and yeah. I'm like, guys are idiots. <laughs> I was like, y'all are going to run over the wrong person. <sighs> yeah, that wouldn't have been good. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we touched on some some trophy trout uh, earlier, but, you know, uh, we're going to hit on again. You know, I have a have a love-hate relationship with them, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yes, so what, are your, what are your thoughts? Because that's how I am. I mean, you know. Chasing them and, you know, what, what makes us with that mindset to stay on the water? All day. Some days you don't even get bit. I mean, some days you might get one bite and she comes off, and that was your one shot. I mean, there's days it happens. What what drives you to do that? You know, what what makes you stay you know, on the water? Just learning. I think honestly, I think that's what it is. is you know, and, you know, especially on those days where it's a, a tough bite, it's a hard bite, and you finally get that one hit, and you get freaking antsy like it's your first day out there and you're like oh and you just pull it and you just sit there and dog cuss yourself for about 20 minutes i mean it that's what keeps me coming back is like i'm and it's like i tell my clients and, and i tell everybody about just kayak fishing in general anytime i go out i want to be learning something whatever it is whether you know, it's a color, whether it's a cadence, whether, you know, it's depth, you know, whatever I it's, I want to be learning something. And I mean, we've all had days where you go out and you don't get bit and you're just frustrated and mad. And, you know, one of my buddies likes to say, throws a sucker in the dirt. And, you know, uh, that's, I guess it, getting that one bite like today, you know, getting that big hit and just, and it's, it's so explosive and just, you're just like, Oh, thank you, Lord. It, it, you know, you actually breathe after you get that one big blow. Up. Yes. Yeah. Well, now when you miss it, you're, yeah. You're, your heart races all that. But here's sorry, the, here's the thing there, but. To, to all you, you got some bass guys listening here, here, um, listening in we don't have our drag welded shut like you do when you're fishing for bass no. and that's the thing and if you're redfish and trout are in the same area you kind of you don't want to run that drag tight anyways because there's a chance of because a lot of times i'll pick some bigger trout off the ass end of a, a redfish school sometimes when i'm sight fishing i'll see a bigger trout cruising the, the rear right. with them but um you know i'll back my drag off it's more of a you know, you got to finesse them in. You can't really just horse a, a, a big trout in. You got to let them do their thing, violent head shakes and everything. Hope they don't sling the hook on you. You know, there, there's a, and it's there's a lot, lot more to single it. Hooks like I do. Yeah. 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 Is that with the, with the grass yeah. and stuff? You, no, you have to it's deal just, with stuff? you know, honestly, the other day, the other day I was fishing and it was, I was using trebles for some reason. And I caught a pretty decent, it's probably 21. And I'm sitting there and I got it on the fish grips. So I'm trying to take the hooks out of them and he shakes. And sure enough, hook goes in my finger. Yeah. And I'm sitting there just dog cussing that trout. And I'm like, this is why I use single hooks. Because <laughs> I only got to worry about one flying back around and catching me. And nine times out of 10, they don't. But, yeah. you know, I found that. My hookup ratio is a little less with a single hook, but when I when I catch it, it's caught. It's, when it, when you know, connect I, with them, it, it's yeah. Stuck when I button good. it up, it's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't I haven't transitioned. I, I have some rigged up that if the grass is super bad, I I, I, I tell myself I'm gonna use them, and then I don't. <laughs> You're like, uh -uh. Yep. I like, I'm like no, 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 no. But but you know, like today they were man, they were just. They were just engulfing it, dude. They were crushing it, doing cartwheels over the freaking top water and everything for about two hours. And it kind of slowed down, and I kind of backed off and started throwing a corky in like a three- to five-foot range, kind of counting it down, and then slammed a couple more, and then caught some on plastic. And I was like, okay, I'm done. I caught enough fish today. <laughs> this yeah, one in day. I'm tired. I'm sick of reeling these things in today. You know, 
Yeah, they caught, lost a couple good, pretty, pretty good ones today. But uh, you know, it just you learn. You know, you just learn. Yeah. You know, I, maybe I was a little too quick setting the hook, and it just only got one one in them, and she shook, and you know, do do, do their things, and you know those those big trout are no coming up. And just pull it in. Yep. You know, yep. and and you know those trout got that soft mouth, and you know, I lost two or three the other day sitting there just trying to horse them in instead yep. of just take your time. It's bite was slow, and I, you know, I had to do something, and yeah, that's that's how you get heartbroken right there. Yep, I had some heartbreak this morning. I was pretty bad. It's all good though. That's part of it, man. That's what keeps you going back for more. Exactly. <laughs> well, man. Hey, rod. Uh, well, but look, uh, man, I appreciate you coming on tonight. I talking about all me. this and, and uh and letting all the listeners get to know you a little better and talk a little bit about some fishing and all that. We're gonna wrap up the show here. But you know, I want to give a shout out to uh to uh um David Flad, release over 20. You know, he's got a good initiative going. We're trying to push that. Um be a little more conservation minded. Um, you know, I, I learned about the program last year, kind of been pushing it here and there and um, letting all my fish go over 20. But, you know, I, I keep a few and eat. But, you know, after the freeze and all that, you know, I, I'm definitely um, I let, let all of them, I let, I let, let, let all of them swim today, actually. But, you know, hey, it's your right. You know, no, you know, th there's some drama going on and this and that. I'm not going to badmouth you for keeping fish. You know, because I'm going to keep me a couple every now and then, take them home, make fish tacos. I like fish tacos. My wife and daughter does too. Nothing wrong with that. So, you know, um, you, you pay for that with your license, you know, and that's within your right for, for the krill and bag limits. Um, but, you know, just just be a little more conservation-minded. You know, let those breeders swim. Um, it's always a good thing. So, shout they out to change uh, our limits. Y'all did? Yeah. yeah. It's uh, or the, the length. It's not, it's, you can keep one over 19 now. It used to be one over 20. And they lowered it. Um, yeah, and then they changed it for charter captains. Charter captains used to be able to keep their catch on a paid trip, and they can't do that anymore. Oh, hmm. Hmm, changing it up a little bit. Well, I'm, I'm curious to see what after their gillnet servos and stuff in April here. Um, you know, the changes won't can't happen until September 1st, but if right. they do put anything on the table. So we're curious to see what's going to happen, everything else. I know the Star Tournament has made some adjustments um sure. i know a couple of other big tournaments um um that are that benefit like uh star and some other stuff um the babes on the bay i know they're looking to go cpr i know some other tournaments like that are and i know some of the kayak tournaments um you know a lot of them you know our redfish tournaments are live live way in so you know as long as we keep those fish you know healthy and in live well and 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 release them you know that's that's always a big plus too right so so yeah man um yeah, I just want to give a quick shout out there and then uh let you have the stage, man. You wanna wrap it up. Tell everybody about your um your your guy business there and uh what you offer and then uh give some shout outs and stuff and we'll wrap the show up. All right. Well uh the name of my my business is uh pedal driven kayak fishing charters. It's uh www.pdkfc.com. Um we do uh five hour guided trips uh out of Hobie's been using hobies since i started i'm kind of kind of weird that way uh i i just think they're the best so that's who i go with um i do two people at a time up to two people at a time i don't like doing more than that just for it's like herding cats um i provide all of your tackle i provide the kayaks i provide lunch i provide pickup service and it's if you want to keep fish, you have to tell me ahead of time. Otherwise, we're just going to go have a good CPR day. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and if you're uh, if you're watching it on YouTube, you know, or if you're listening and want to tune in, watch it on YouTube. I got his web page up there um, on the screen right now. Get to check it out. <laughs> nice. I like that. Yeah. Little share screen. That's the benefits of the stream yard, man. This been really like cool, it. kind of adjusting to this. Um, so we're going to. And that is your correct Instagram, right? RCGA nine one seven four. Yeah, that's my that's my personal one. My my business one is at PDKFC. Uh, ah. But uh, at PD PDKFC PDKFC. Yep. Oh, PDKFC. 
How about that? <laughs> Who knew? I, I try to. I have one simple rule, and it's kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Oh, um, there you go. How about that? How about that? <laughs> I like ah, it. So yeah, give us a follow. You can give me a follow there, Dustin Nichols VTX, and uh, Corey there RCGA nine one seven four. Uh, for his personal page and his, his business page uh, for his uh, paddle, pedal-driven kayak charters, PDKFC on Instagram. And actually, he has a Facebook page also. Um, yeah, but I can't remember that one. So Look up the uh, – actually, in the website is pdkfc.com. Yeah. So check uh, that out. Um, give him a look if you're in the area, uh, around Tallahassee area. Give him a – Give him a shout. I go anywhere from Keaton Beach all the way to Lanark Village. So I, I cover pretty good amount of I cover three counties. So uh I uh I I put some miles on my truck, that's for sure. There you go. You got um, any uh any uh sponsor shout outs or anything you want to give? I do. Uh I want to give a shout out to Yak Attack, uh I'm on the regional staff, uh to Egret Bates. Uh I love me some voodoo's. Um Columbia Sportswear, been with them for three years, and um, my, my wife and, and kids, because they keep me going every day, and they're full of support. So, Awesome, man. Awesome, dude. Well, cool deal, man. Well, I'm glad uh, we struck up friendship there at the in Gulf Shores and, and continue yeah, this, and hopefully going to get on the water with you soon and make a trek over that way. I need I'm to make one of your my way, time too. Off so. and you come over here in the fall and uh, get in on that school and redfish action. Uh, yeah, but, uh, I'll, yeah, I'll definitely come over for that. <laughs> Get ready for that, man. But yeah, um, once again, you know, this podcast wouldn't be uh, where it is without the listeners. So thank thank you, everybody that tunes in and listen to this um, uh, biweekly on the Pallet Fin Podcast Network. Uh, thanks to uh, Waterloo Rods and uh, True Store Co. for support of this segment. And just uh, everybody get on the water. <laughs> Go catch some fish. Use some of the stuff you hear from this Use podcast. Top water. Oh, yeah, top top off. Mary had a little lamb, little lamb, right. little lamb. Get after it. So, yeah, thanks to everybody tuning in. Dustin Nichols, Chasing the Tide. Uh, we enjoyed having you on, Cordy, and we'll see everybody next time. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle and Finn. Don't forget to go check out our website at Paddle, the letter N, and Finn.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at Paddle, the letter N, and Finn at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Finn on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler, the Angler Button and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in Northern Illinois, for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com.